Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you just say it's time? Stay calm. Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. Like an improv conversation. Improvisation. That's pretty much this podcast summed up. It's like you knew how it was going to go. Oh, yeah. Come on. Was it at the point that I was asleep on the floor that you decided this is what our intro is going to be? <laughs> is that the uh, point whenever I looked through our show prep titles and, and articles and thought, there's nothing here to make an intro out of. I'm just going to wing this. Uh-huh. Make it about nothing at all. Okay. Which is basically what the show is That's about. That's what it's usually about. Nothing at all. Last weekend, we had really excited week, exciting weekends to talk about. This weekend... I don't know that anything exciting really happened. Not with me anyway. You? Um, this past weekend, what happened? Um, nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. You said you had plans on Saturday. Because I had asked you Friday if you wanted to hang out on Saturday. And you shot me down. I did have plans. What were those plans? I had to raid with the boys. Uh-huh. That's okay. So, you know. Nathan, those are good plans. Those I, are good plans. We uh, we headed into the Deepstone Crypt and took out Tanix the Abomination. And, uh, you know, now Europa is safe, thanks to us. Also took my brother Daniel through the raid for the first time. He's our he's our backup. for it's, We need six people to do a raid. Yeah. And whenever we don't have a sixth person, uh, Daniel, my brother is the backup. Wow, Daniel, how do you feel that you're the backup? Oh, he knows. I think he's just happy. But how does he's he like, feel about that? He's like that? the bench warmer, you know? They're just happy at the fact that they get to be a part of the team, let alone kinda get to play like, occasionally. Kind of like the skateboarder at the Olympics. Exactly, holy, oh my gosh. That's called a transition if you ever see one. The intro music <laughs> isn't even over and we're getting into it. Rebecca, that made me a little excited. Oh, yeah, why. well, when we're delayed this far, you might as well just <laughs> keep moving it along. Uh, well, let's talk about this guy, the 46-year-old African skateboarder who finally wowed his mom at the Tokyo Games. Did you read this article? Yeah, and do we have confirmation that his mom was wowed or was I, she like, I know. really? Because you were like... Like the only one to send, so... I I think at 46, his mom is probably less impressed at his skateboarding and more impressed at the fact that he can actually do all that at 46. Okay, so the 46-year-old skateboarder went to the Olympics. He was chosen out of... He's, he's the best. He's the best that Africa has, 46. He was competing against 12-year-olds at the Olympics. But it's okay because he said he only needs to have enough cardio to make it 45 seconds. That's true. And, you know, he succeeded in doing that. He's never had a job interview, never had a real job, he said. He just loves skateboarding. Skateboarding is this man's life. And apparently that's, it's not a big thing in Africa. But Skateboarding? Yeah, because he didn't have a lot of competition. You know what's really sad? He was almost the oldest person at the Olympics. Yeah, he didn't even win that title. Yeah, I know. Another guy beat him by eight months. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the Danish destroyer beat him, of all people. And so. he didn't He didn't win anything, but he did go to the Olympics, and that, that's an accomplishment in and of itself. I love this guy's attitude. He. This is an actual quote. He said, I'm not going to win. I'm not going to get a medal. Attitude. But, like, I am legitimately the best guy in Africa, so by default, 
the best guy in Africa goes to the Olympics. Like, he knows he's not the best in the world. But he knows he's the best guy in Africa. He's like, who else are they going to send? They've got to send somebody. I mean, that's an accomplishment still. If I was the best in Kansas, I'd be like, hey, I'm the best in Kansas. Like, yeah, that's a pretty big deal. No, that's huge. Uh-huh. Um, Just not the best in the world. Getting, getting on a side tangent for a second uh-huh. off the Olympics, talking about like the best in Kansas uh-huh. and stuff. Because... I listen, esports is becoming a thing, mm-hmm. right? It has been for like over a decade at this point. And I have some friends that were at some point like top five in Kansas mm-hmm. in their esport, their video game of choice. Yeah. And that is kind of a nuts feeling. You know, I always thought to growing just to up to be the top at anything. Yeah, I always like that was that was one of the questions growing up playing so many hours of video games that I played, like I put a lot of hours into this. Surely I'm in like the double digits of top players Mm -hmm. in Kansas in America. No way, no way. But like little 13 year old Nathan playing Halo three. Surely, surely I was like top 20 in Kansas. Oh, in Kansas. In Kansas. No, in Kansas, you know, Maybe in your county. There's always, definitely in my county. There, there is always uh, somebody who's better, though. In fact, I went to a Halo 5 tournament. Halo 5, not Halo 3. This is several years. I was an adult. Like I wouldn't want to mix those two up. I Very different games. Said, Very different. Yeah. Nope. And that would have been embarrassing for uh-huh. everybody involved. Uh, Halo 5, I went to a Halo 5 doubles tournament with the kid who, Grant's little brother, actually. I went with Grant, my roommate's little brother. He's also the guy who was, like, top five in... Uh, video game not mm-hmm. halo 5 unfortunately in kansas but anyway it was super smash bros melee this is a tangent that i did not anticipate getting mm-hmm. on and it's going for a long time now but let me finish <clears throat> thank That's you okay we're gonna have a conversation here in a little bit about um tips for having a conversation oh perfect because i need those mm-hmm. um anyway so we went to a doubles tournament at the microsoft store in the oak park mall rip and peace doesn't exist anymore and we didn't win and me and Dallas are like, bro, like, we are good. Like, we've got to be some of the best players in Kansas. But we weren't even the best players in the Oak Park Mall that day. And that stung a little bit. But this well, guy, he was a no-life. A he had a jersey. A lot of guys playing in their mom's basement. If there's, if there's somebody who goes to a, a local tournament wearing a video game jersey, just pack up your controller just roll up the wire (laughs) go home like if he's willing to put on a jersey for a local tournament speaking of double competition so we've been wait hold on okay so pepperoni and uh commando bar aka my brother um are watching online on youtube and twitch respectively pepperoni said he set a few world records in the crew which is a fun racing game Mm -hmm. i'm not surprised by that at all Anyway, continue. Speaking of doubles competition, so my son, Mm -hmm. we've been talking about him every week. We've been doing a life update with Zach Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because he had that adorable meet cute at the For King and Country concert. A what cute? Meet cute. A meet cute. That's like in a movie where a couple like meets in a unique way. It's called a meet cute. Interesting. Anyway, so because of the rainstorm, he was forced under the awning with this girl and they end up getting to talk to each other and he asks for her contact information after the concert. Well, at least for her social media 
after the concert. And they ended up, the update last week was they had gone on their first date. Oh! And had already scheduled a second date. Wow. So we're going to give him a call again this week. I think we should just keep this going. Like, is his life his update? His life update? Uh-huh. Should we start taking wagers on how soon before the wedding? Well, let's let's give him a call and find out how it's going, okay? Okay. Okay. I'm excited. Hello? Hey, Zacchaeus? Yes. Hey, you're on air. Okay. So we're calling for a life update. Okay. Last week, you had explained that you had gone on your first date with this girl that you met at the For King and Country concert, and that Mm -hmm. you had a second date planned. Yeah. So we're wanting to know how that went. Um, It actually went really, really good. Um, We were going to go go go-karting, but then that actually didn't work out. Um, so we ended up going to the arcade and it was really cool. Um, she ended up ripping at Pac-Man. Yeah. Um, she's really, really good. Um, pretty impressive. So after that, uh, we went back to our house so that she could meet you, uh-huh. um, which went pretty good. I, I really say. like her. Real That's nice good. girl. <laughs> um, so after that, uh, we went to... A KC sporting game. That was my first ever sporting game, and she bought me a really nice shirt, and we got to go and have a popcorn vintage chicken. sporting KC shirt. You don't yeah. even like vintage. soccer. <laughs> Nathan's straight up angry over here. Oh yeah. Okay, so um, so that day it went really well. Went really really well. Yes, it did. Any more? So got, any more the in the future? Really. Yes. Uh, so actually, we're currently on a date right now. You are um, we, what? I am at, on a date right now. Yeah. Can we say? Can we say hi to her? Yeah, you can. Here she is. Hi. Hi, Kennedy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So we've been giving life updates every week on um, what Zacchaeus has been doing since he met you. So now that now that he's been on enough dates, we can let you know like all the inside information of all the conversations we've had about you and <laughs> the pictures that were in Zacchaeus's phone when he took a screenshot of your social media account, you know, all of that stuff. So this is the other surprise. We've been talking about you on the show every week and an update of, um, of, of how, how you're connecting. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so, so how would you say things are going? I think they're really good. They're great. I'm really enjoying myself. <laughs> I don't believe it for a second. Not for a second. So you're on date number what? Four. 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 Yeah. Is he forcing you to say that? Nope. <laughs> and and what's this date? What are you guys doing right now? We just got done with a walk um, around the amphitheater in the park. And now we're going to go back home and probably watch... Um, the rest of the first season of Outer Banks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we might start the we might start the second season. It depends. We'll see how what time it is. Tonight? Yeah, possibly. Uh, Buster, you gotta be home by nine thirty, Bucko. <laughs> oh. You better uh-huh. start hoofing it back. That's an hour away. <laughs> I I live that far. <laughs> you better get your butt over here. 
<laughs> All right, you two, enjoy your date. Thanks. Bye. Right, bye. bye. Oops. I was like, wow, you have like audio ready to go right after that conversation. Okay, so seriously though, like how crazy is this? It is insane. Sorry, there was something in the background playing. I had a... This, uh, this relationship thing? How crazy yeah, is that? like that it's just taken off. Like, it worked. You know, when it's there, it's there. When the click happens, bing, bang, bong. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you, this boy has taken all of his mom's advice. Which is just... really smart and has worked really, really well. Do you know what I suggested that he do tonight before he left? Uh, use a mouthwash. No, I told him to go for a walk. Before leaving? No, while he was there. I said, don't just watch a show the whole time. Go for a walk. Oh. And what was he doing when we called? Going for a walk. What a freaking suck up. Just wait. Just wait. Till she learns that you're just walking him through here. You know what, Rebecca? Hold on. When Zach took a screenshot of the profile picture, that that I took. Okay, I went to her mom's social media, took a picture of her to send to Nathan, because Nathan asked what she looked like, not because he was being creepy. You got to make sure a brother's staying in line, all right. And if he's running after some four. Whenever he you fully deserves, you consider her deserves. a top tier choice of the selection there that night. That's I well, and that's why I didn't immediately rush to his side and drop kick him off the freaking <laughs> bleachers. So anyway, I had took I I took the screenshot, sent it to Nathan, and sent it to Zacchaeus, and then he went to go take a picture of her Instagram because the the Wi-Fi wasn't working, and that's when the picture popped up because it was the last thing in his um, album. And he was like, oh, shoot. And he tried to get rid of it real quick. Well, anyway, we were able to explain it <laughs> to her now. We were able to reveal all of those secret things. Fortunately, she is a pretty cool individual by the sound of it. So that she, isn't going to like. She is. Push her off. Whenever you met her. Mm-hmm. How, how was that experience? When I first met her. I not, was, not under the, not at the concert. Oh, like I mean, when like she was the other here. day. Yeah. Um, it was, it was great. Like I was just super excited to meet her and I feel like I know her already Yeah. because I've stalked her social media and her mom's social media mm -hmm. and, and you know, I've helped Zekius every step of the way with his conversations and planning and, and everything. I saved him from a catastrophic, catastrophic event on Saturday. Really? So Friday night, right before the date, the night before the date, he went out to get flowers. I told him to make sure to bring her flowers and bring her mom flowers too. Yeah. But take her mom less flowers than you bring her. Okay. Like get her a smaller bouquet. What does the boy do? Same amount. Same amount. <laughs> he goes and gets two dozen red roses. That's a different that, event. It's a bad choice. It's not the worst. It, he could have gone with no flowers, but... As he's walking through the parking lot, everybody's like shouting at him like, right. oh, somebody's been a bad boy. Because you got two dozen roses. Yeah, red roses. Because of the implication. Yes. And so he gets home with them and I see that and I'm like, oh, you got red roses? And he's like, dang it. I tried to call you <laughs> and you didn't answer your phone. Oh, my. And I was like, I'm sorry. Well, 
you know, red roses mean love and you definitely cannot give the red roses to her mom. I mean, you can give her the red roses, but I would suggest not giving her the red roses. And he's like, I already spent like $12 a dozen on these. That's not a bad deal. That's a what pretty the, good deal. Yeah, yeah. What the heck? So, for red roses? Where'd you get them? Yeah, High V? We got them at Dylan's. So I was like, here's the deal. Duly noted. I am going to keep the two dozen red roses for myself. And I will pay for your new bundles of roses. Mm, my flowers. mom would have made me pay for that mistake. Of flowers. So I, well, I didn't answer my phone. And, and we had, this was my idea anyway. He was unsure of himself already. Should have had my phone on me. Anyway, I'm trying to help the boy out. Okay, okay, whatever. You want him out of your house, eventually. I get it. So I went to Dylan's with him that next morning and we picked out a full bouquet of pink mixed flowers. There were some roses in there and just other pretty flowers. And then I got her, her mom a small little bouquet that goes into like a mason jar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Super pretty. And then I came home and I wrapped them all up in tissue paper and tied them up real nice and made them look really pretty so that they were really presentable when he handed them to her. Nice. He said it went over great and her mom was just loved the flowers. And she, she also loves the idea of getting her daughter out of the house finally. She's 23, but gosh, I thought she was never going to get out of here. Also, he met the dad. Oh. Which he was really nervous about. Like, he had the poops. His was, dad did? No, Zacchaeus. Because oh. he was really nervous about meeting the dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he Zacchaeus pulled up in his, like, car with the tune and all the pops and the bangs and everything. Mm-hmm. And so he was a little nervous. Like, is the dad going to like his car? Uh, what is this kid Pops and bangs and what is this, a smart car? Most people are like, something's wrong with that car. That's what I would think. Uh-huh. So the first thing the dad says is, I really like your car. He's in. And he said, is that a Fiat? And Zacchaeus was like, yep. Mm, baby. And he goes, I used to own one of those. Oh, he's in. He's in. He's in. He's in. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is is all we needed to know. You're all invited to the wedding. I'll let you know when it is. Next week, at this rate. (laughs) Uh, Just kidding. Mm -hmm. Just kidding. They're not getting married yet. Yeah. Yeah. We do really like her, though. Good. I'm I'm glad. Mm -hmm. Um, So how long are you going to give him step-by-step tutorials? As long as he's asking. See, sometimes, like, when he asks me a question, I just say, you've got this. Like, you're doing great already. Mm Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'm like, I think this is an area where he may need assistance. I, I'm learning something about myself. Okay. Can I, can I go on another video game tangent? Can I stop you? Uh, yes. I have been playing way more video games recently than I previously had. I have extra time on my hands, hence the video game stories. I've been playing through a game called Dark Souls. It's notorious in the video game community as being like extra difficult mm-hmm. and everybody's like, like it's a rite of passage. Like oh, you're good at games. Have you beat dark souls? <laughs> so I've been playing through that along with grant, my roommate and our friend, Sam mm-hmm. and our other friend, Joel and grant and Sam have both played through it before. So they all, they know the secrets, the hints and all that stuff. Me and Joel have never played through it before. So, Early on, I found myself asking questions throughout this game. But recently, I've stopped because I realized if I became dependent on asking them questions, 
then I will learn slower than if I just force myself to make the mistakes to learn. So instead of asking them, okay, how do I beat this boss? I just go at it until I fail and I fail and I fail. And then I go, okay, why did I fail those three times? Gotcha. Now I know. And so then I get better. But are you Googling these things and, and like no watching YouTube videos to help yourself get better? Uh, Okay, I watched one tutorial. <laughs> it was like one of the hardest boss fights. There's two of them, and one's really big, and he's slow, and he hits hard, and the other one's really fast, but he also hits hard, and they get split up sometimes. And so anyway, so that one was really hard. I'm um, just saying there's nothing wrong with seeking advice no, no, and no, no, asking no, 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 questions, no. even if that is like Googling things. Listen, this, yes. You've taught me that. And, and I have Googled more things, more of like information as far as like what stats do what and what to build into that kind of thing that I would normally just ask them again, the whole learning process. Um, but I've learned something about myself and that is my life would be a lot easier if I didn't have the pride issue and I could just ask them questions. Cause a lot of times I'm like, I don't want to ask them a question on how to beat this boss. I want to beat it by myself. And then it's two hours of trying later that I still haven't beat it. And then I got to ask a question. So, that has um, influenced not just my video game life, but also whenever it comes to talking to girls and stuff, I find myself not asking any questions or taking anybody's hints. I just go at it the way I want. But girls are a lot less forgiving than video game bosses. <laughs> they don't let you fail and fail and fail again. Yep. Not when you're trying to make first impressions. Most of the time you get one shot. And... My my strategy in video games, my first try taking it down a boss, I want to get as far into the thing as possible mm -hmm. so that I can get a feel of the surroundings and like what I can do and how things are going to respond to certain attacks and everything. With a girl, if you just go... If you attack. If you just go hard in that first text, yeah, doesn't work. No. So You've got to be strategic. You've got to strategize. Right. So I admire Zach... For his humility in asking you questions but at the same time he's gonna they're gonna get married and he's gonna run into an issue and you're gonna be like buddy you're 46 you got to figure this one out no, on your own so like i said there's a certain point where i say you've got this you're good to go you know the answer <laughs> to this what 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 um Oh, yeah. Oh, and with talking to the girls, the boss changes every they round. They change every single round. There's no way to prepare for the next battle. Yes! <laughs> See, Ben gets it. Also, what's up, Richard? I think it's always a good, it's always good when you're trying to meet a girl to ask another girl advice and not another girl that you could risk that like likes you. Mm, yeah. Because that would be really See, that devastating was, to that girl. That was kind of a hard, hard thing whenever I was like in Springfield. Mm hmm. And, because they'd be like, so who do you like? And I'm like, well, I'm not going to freaking tell you. Because what if they're trying to fish fish out like whether or not I like them? Uh -huh. And and if I don't tell them, is that friendship like over? If I'm just like, yeah, not you, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Is that going to happen? No, you, and then, you were wise by not answering that. Great. And it worked out. Four years later, they got married. <laughs> and I attended the wedding. It was in Nebraska. <laughs> All right, I think I think we should shift this to how to have a proper conversation because this might help you in like entering the dating world again. Okay. Yeah, I like that. 
Um, or with anything in life, because I was working, working very hard today. And this came up on my Amazon show or your Amazon show that you left at my house as a suggestion. And I was like, uh, I'm actually curious about this article. It was like 10 tricks to have a 10, 10 ways to have better conversations. Mm hmm. And, and I'm, I'm interested. always working at trying to be a better listener and have better conversations. This podcast does not count because we have to continue a conversation without stopping for an entire hour. So, yeah, if there's like awkward silence or something, you, it's not just, like, it oh, just let work. it happen. No, you can't. So, so we have to throw out all those rules when it comes to podcasting. But when you're listening to a friend or a girl that you just met or for you ladies out there, a guy that you just met. This is this. These are solid tips and things. I've found several things I need to work on here. All right. You want to just go in? Do you want to read? Have you read through this? I've briefly scanned through them. So you want to go through like one at a time and sure, talk about them? I'll or? start with the first one. So okay. don't multitask. Be present. Be in the moment. So in other words, don't be doing something else when somebody really needs to talk to you about something. And we're not talking about like casual friends hanging out. We're like talking about somebody's like, hey, I need to talk to you about this. So don't you just stop don't what just, you're like, doing. Don't get up and be like, oh, this is going to be a while and start like doing the dishes and cleaning the house. If somebody like legit needs to listen. Now, okay. that being said, you can go for a walk or go on a drive just as long as you're not investing your time in something else that that person is not doing. Gotcha. So like whenever, uh, whenever Grant and I talk in the apartment, mm -hmm. I'll usually start doing something and it's not because I don't want to listen or have this conversation. It's because I feel awkward if I just stop everything I'm doing to like listen that's because okay then he's like, oh, then it's like, oh, don't let me like stop you. But if he has something serious he wants to talk to you about, you should give him your undivided attention. So stop cooking the macaroni and just pay attention. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do we just let the macaroni burn in that case or? No. I mean, finish it up real quick. It takes like 10 minutes sometimes. You think he's still going to have it on his chest after that time? <sighs> Should I just like call call it a loss? Yeah, what's and number two? Number two is don't pontificate. You you did number one so that I had to read that word. <laughs> don't pontificate. Pontificate is a verb which means to speak or write and give your opinion about something as if you knew everything about it, and as if your only as if only your opinion was correct. So, guys, new word today: pontificate means don't act like you know everything already. I know a few people who do that. Yes, and it is the most annoying thing ever. So I, I have a question. Is Does this classify as like, what a lot of people will try to like, I, I won't even say they try to one-up you, but it sounds like they're trying to one-up you. Where they're like, oh my gosh, I know all about that. Here's what happened to me. Mm -hmm. But instead of like saying that, it's just like, oh yeah, this happened to me. You know, a good example of this would be I have an acquaintance that I speak to on a daily basis. And whenever there's a subject we're discussing, this person will say, actually, and they'll give what the facts are, what their facts are oh. on that subject. And it's 
it's literally like every topic is, that we come to, that is, person says, actually, and gives us like the 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 true lowdown on everything. You uh, hold on. Where where did that thing go? You continue with that. On the the don't pontificate. No 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 sorry. You the next one, number three, use open ended questions. So. Don't ask things where somebody would say yes or no. Ask them things like, what was that like? Or how did you feel? Because if you ask questions like that, then people will keep talking and have a better response. This is something that I'm pretty good at doing because I interview for a living and I cannot ask closed end questions. I cannot ask yes or no questions. I have to ask like, so how did that make you feel? Or what was your thought process when you were going through that? Or yeah, things like that to get somebody to really like tell the story hmm. about what they're experiencing at that time. Gotcha. Here's number four is to go with the flow. Do you need help with this? No, I actually forgot that there was text underneath it. <laughs> uh, sorry, there was somebody in the YouTube chat. People were posting inappropriate things. Again? That's the second time. Guys, Friday That's night, two. somebody just was posting inappropriate things. Yeah, it was very uh, unsettling. Guys, there are kids who watch this. I don't appreciate that. Uh, almost everyone is guilty of thinking a of a really interesting point while someone is speaking and then waiting impatiently for the person to finish to jump in. Don't do that. You got to go with the flow, which I hate, by the way. You have your, like, it's like an itch, you know, whenever you have that thought that could go along with, uh, with the conversation. And then the conversation leads to a different direction where it's no longer relevant. And you don't get to share and like you your really a, good story. Yeah. Being in radio, we have to be ready with a story at all times. So when I'm having just a casual conversation with somebody, I have to remind myself, we're not on a radio show. You don't need to tell your story right now. Mm -hmm. And like, sometimes I have to hold back and not tell my story. Like I'm, I'm making a sacrifice to say, you know what? I do have a really good story to go along with this, but nobody cares except for me. And it's okay that I don't share this someday. Someday I'll have my moment to share my story. And I hope that other people will give me the same respect I'm giving these people right now by not sharing by the not story. Sharing that I'm the just story. itching to share. You are so kind. Uh, yeah, I'm not always great at that, but I try to always keep that in mind. All right. I am no longer distracted. Number five. Well, it's my turn. So number five, if you don't know, say you don't know. One of the biggest mistakes you can make on your coffee chat is to lie. Makes you look unreliable and untrustworthy. Mm -hmm. That was another one I, uh, I had to learn. It's, I don't know. I really I have no idea. Yeah. No idea what you're talking about. So, I'll even say that sometimes. I have no idea what you just said. I struggle I with this sometimes. Just, you know, I try to think of like anything that I know and make it sound as smart as I possibly can. And mm -hmm. I need to just like get better at saying, you know what? I just don't, I just don't know the answer to that. Yeah. It, it kind of goes along with whenever you can't hear somebody and being like, uh, what? Sorry. I still didn't hear it. 
That still. is the worst. Like when you've asked like okay. three times and now you feel like the idiot mm-hmm. and they're getting frustrated. Like, what am I doing wrong that you're not hearing what I'm I, I just embrace it. And I'm like, listen, I'm going to be real. I still did not hear. I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> no clue at all. Did you just read number six? I read number five. Well, I'm going to read number six then. Good, because you're supposed to. Don't equate your experience with theirs. If they're talking about the trouble they've had at work, don't tell them how much you hate your job. I struggle with this one as well. I'm just a really bad conversationalist, I'm realizing. I did this to my best friend Beth yesterday. Oh, really? And I realized it like at the moment that I did it. Rebecca, while your attempts to show empathy are admirable, (laughs) you shouldn't always be the hero of every story. The best thing you can do Give the other person the space they need to tell their story, listen, and lend support if needed. Yeah, I suck at that. Yeah, me too. I could have, boy, if I, if we had read this about two weeks ago, that would have been great because then the let's be honest wouldn't have just been me being <laughs> like, oh, you think you have it bad? Let me tell you. How- like I said, our our actual show does not apply because yeah, I, we have to we have to do conversation differently on here. True. No, my my friend Beth was talking about a bad situation at her job, and I was like, "Yeah, listen to what happened at my job today." And I was like, "Dang it, you know what? You, sh- I'm telling myself this. Like, you should have just listened to her and let her be the first and only person to complain about her job mm-hmm. yesterday." But at that point, it's too late to back out. You can't be like, "Actually, never mind. No, nope, never mind." I did go back. Like after I had texted my thing, I'm like, "So tell me more about <laughs> what happened with so and so." But no, really, go on. I'm interested. Yeah, I, I was, felt like such an idiot. Anyway, number eight, stay out of the weeds. Frankly, people don't care about the years, the names, the dates, all those details that you're struggling to come up with in your mind. They don't care. What they care about is you. I Skip those details. I, I, uh, Cut to the chase. I've talked to a lot of people who are like, okay, so last, last Saturday... Wait, no, no, no. It was... Two Saturdays ago. Was it two Saturdays? I no, think it, it was... was 10, oh my gosh, wait a minute. No, was I'm, it 10 a.m.? I'm stupid. It wasn't even Saturday. It wasn't even Saturday. Okay, ignore everything Friday I just said. Friday night at 10 p.m. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I honestly, it could have been an hour ago. I don't really care. Like, the day does not is not relevant to me at all. It's a good thing to know. Mm-hmm. Also, good thing to keep in mind, because mm-hmm. a lot of people struggle with that one. Seven, try not to repeat yourself. You skipped seven, by the way. Oh, <clears throat> number seven. Try not to repeat yourself. <laughs> try not to repeat yourself. <laughs> Put simply, it's boring, especially in work conversation. We have a point to make, so we just keep rephrasing it over and over again. If you do feel like you have a tendency to ramble, try to turn the conversation back to the other person. Ha! Over my dead body. Are you kidding me? I got to get that thought off my mind. And number nine, listen. The most important thing to remember is you are listening to understand, not just to reply, since the brain can process what we hear far quicker than how far someone than how fast someone speaks. Our mind fills in the blank spaces in between what the other person is saying. Our job is to focus on the other person's responses, ask insightful questions, and not wait for the conversation conversational trigger to transition 
talk back to us. Do you ever feel like you're like floating above your body? Like when somebody's like talking for a really long time and you lose interest in what they're yeah, talking uh, about and you just like have an out of body experience, but it's like not a go good one somewhere else for a while. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Actually, and we can talk about this in a little bit, but I, I will start daydreaming in the middle of the conversation. Uh-huh. And I have it's like I'm sitting there with a rope on all my thought, like all my brain cells. I'm like, no, 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 come back. Come <laughs> back, come back. Hey, no, 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 they're still talking. Trying to put stuff together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and number seven, try not to repeat yourself. Stop it. <laughs> Do you get it? Number 10. Be brief. Boxers? No. Be briefs. Uh, just get to the point. Don't over-explain. That kind of goes along with the uh, stay out of the weeds one. Are you giving them too much information that they don't need to know? Absolutely. Every single time. I've proved that twice in just this podcast. <laughs> say what you need to say, then stop talking and listen to what the other person has to say. Again, one of those things that don't really like go along with uh, the, like, the podcast format because you're it kind does, of yeah. supposed to fill the void. Mm-hmm. But what what's this text say on our screen? I can't read it. Oh, let me let me move it over. Why is that text so small? I feel like I got smaller. Because you moved it to the other computer screen. Oh, you're right. I did. Mm-hmm. You're so smart. I know. Thank you. Unless you're giving a presentation, tell them what you're. I'm just moving the text around the screen. Sorry, this sucks as a podcast. Unless you're giving a presentation, tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them what you're telling them. Then tell them what you just told them. As far as like the don't repeat yourself. Yeah, that's accurate. That's That's how you give a presentation. That's true. You tell Mm -hmm. them and then you tell them again. But a presentation is presentation. Am I saying that right? That doesn't sound like presentation. 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 Yeah. Good job. (laughs) Okay. It just sounded weird. Anyway, that is not a conversation. So that's different. Okay. Well, back to the uh, daydreaming thing. A study was done recently that says focus is important to pro- productivity and conversations. But daydreaming is what makes us happy. So do you want to be happy or do you want to be productive? Right? Because a lot of people say that a wandering mind is an unhappy mind, like you know, if you like stay focused, you'll get what you're doing done and then you'll be happy because you got that thing done. But researchers have and they call it mind wandering in this research, but they're they're saying that mind wandering in the positive sense. Do you mean mind wandering? What did I say? Wandering. What did you say? Wandering. And I said wandering. You're saying the same thing. Wandering. No, you're and saying the same wandering. thing. Wander, wonder, wander, wonder. You're saying the same thing. <laughs> I'm not. You 100. You're out of your freaking mind. All right, you're one to talk telling me what I'm pronouncing wrong. That's true. But in this case, you were actually saying that wrong. (laughs) Anyway, so basically uh, this uh, article summed up is like, hey, if you're thinking about like depressed things, like conversations that were kind of depressing, like situations that made you upset or whatever, and you're like running through that over and over again in your Mm -hmm. brain, that's unhealthy. Don't do that. But if it's like, just thinking about your day or if it's thinking about like a happy memory or something or what crazy. you hope to accomplish or do or yeah or taking a vacation, a vacation or something or, like that then it's like no that's great that promotes like happiness and stuff like that it says whether you need a new bathing suit <laughs> hey, 
future vacation to Italy, then wonder whether you need a new bathing suit, then fan fantasize about an old flame. Do you ever do you daydream a lot? Yeah, well, I daydream and then I scroll social media. While you're daydreaming? Well, like I'll scroll social media and it'll remind me of something and then I'll like go off into a daydream. Like I kind of categorize those things in the same place because they both are like mindless activities. Web's in the chat. What's up, Web? Where I just go someplace else and then I forget like all sense of time and space and mm -hmm. what I should be working on and that I have a newscast in five minutes. Oh, geez. Yeah. Do you ever, uh, do you ever get so off? Like like sidetracked in your daydream that whenever you come out of it, you're like, how did I even get there? Uh huh. Yeah. Do like, you ever trace it back? Like, where did this whole thing start from? That's a level of satisfaction mm -hmm. beyond daydreaming is being able to track it back and figure out. Oh yeah, I thought about that, and then I thought about that, and then I and then and then and then yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The next person in the chat that says number seven, don't repeat yourself. You are going to be blocked. She doesn't know how to do that. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> Let her loose. I've got the mouse. Um, and number seven, don't repeat yourself. I end up frustrated after I've like spent time daydreaming because I then, okay, you gave me some advice once. Did I? That I use regularly. Okay. I was talking about how I was procrastinating and I was supposed to be writing my story that I needed to do for the morning show. Mm -hmm. And you said whether you do it now or whether you do it later you still have to do it. And what a parent for Holy, some reason, wow. like every time, like I put off doing it and I like find something else I'd rather do instead. I'm like, shoot, I still have to write that story. Yeah. Like not just because I'm doing something else doesn't mean I'm going to get away from actually doing that thing still needs to be done. And I, so I get it done as soon as possible. So then I have all the time to do whatever I want. I have to psych myself up for the things I can do after I do that. Thing. Yeah. Like I'll be sitting there if I, if I have work to do and I'm just on my phone or something procrastinating it, I'll sit there and I'll procrastinate for a long time and thinking in the back of my mind the whole time, I really need to get this work done. I really need to get this work done. But then I don't do it until I think of something that I get excited about. Like, Oh my gosh. I can't do this until I get my work done, but I really want to do that. Okay, I'm going to do my work so that I can do that. And I just like hype myself up. Sometimes I go get myself snacks because I, I know if I allow myself to snack while I'm working, I'll be more alert while I'm working. I do that too until I run out of snacks. I Some, my chips are kind of messy, like those um, sweet Maui onion ones that I'm eating mm -hmm. and I go to grab the mouse and I get like chip powder like on the mouse and I think one day Nathan's going to reach down and grab this mouse and be like what the heck is Rebecca doing? That explains why the roller is going out. <laughs> when, I, wheel. when I worked in the studio at KMBZ right now I'm still working from home but when I worked in the studio and we had another employee that worked overnight he snacked all night long while he was working. <laughs> yeah. And that showed up on the keyboard oh. to the point that one of the, the tech guys came in and saw my keyboard one day. And he was like, nope, nope, I'm getting you a new one. And he went and got me a new one and it wasn't crusty. Otherwise, I would like literally have to wipe Ew, everything down when heck? I came in in the morning. It was like, 
everything that would be caked on your fingers, like Cheetos. Come on. Um, people, people live like that. What else besides Cheetos gets caked Doritos, on fingers? Cheetos. Sweet Maui onions. <laughs> chips. Yeah, and even my phone. Like Aww. everything had a film and the knobs on my like recording system. And um, did you plug in the crusty keyboard whenever you left and just hide your clean uh, keyboard? That would have been a good idea. But just no, I aside. went back recently. There's a new employee there that take that took that job. Um, I don't think think this person snacks all night, but the the letters are worn off my keyboard now. Oh, they've got like rough fingertips. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> they're sanding the keyboard. You just need to leave some lotion there for the. <laughs> Killing the keyboard. Thinking, like that was my new keyboard. Like, how did they rub the numbers off already or the letters off? Yeah, I'm trying to remember who it was. I knew somebody who used lotion kind of a lot. Oh, you know what? You know, you know what it was. Oh, you can just throw the dirty keyboard into the dishwasher. It'll you totally can? work afterwards. That's not true. You try it. Okay. There's a YouTube video about it. Um. But no, uh, so I used to work for 99.7 The Point, and whenever there was oh, a, a while, <laughs> that I would have to go in and cover for like middays or something like that, and the morning show guy, ugh, man, man must have been using like three different lotions, and the keyboard was greasy, and the mouse was greasy, it's the worst! All that cocoa butter. Oh, dude, and it smelled so bad. It wasn't even <laughs> cocoa butter, that would have smelled at least nice. It was like, um, <laughs> it was like... You know the like the calming lotions that you can get. There's like a, one for calming, and there's one for like energy and stuff. And they're all in different colored bottles, and they all have very strong scents. You would know it if you saw it. I, I don't know the name of the brand. Um, and there's all sorts of different ones. But anyway, he had one for like stress in there, and one for energy. Which I guess if you're in radio, are the two things you, you, you need. need. You need to get rid of the stress, stress and you need to you increase need to your energy. energy. Yeah, but uh, it was weird. It did not, and you can't just wipe lotion off, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's greasy. Lotion seeps into everything. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like sand and rice. It just gets everywhere. Yes. Yeah, lotion. Lotion is the sand of the liquid nation. Before we left Hawaii, and we had to drop our rental jeep off, we had to go vacuum it out. Mm-hmm. Took us like a full hour to get all that sand vacuumed out. Ugh, yeah, yeah, it's the worst. Stuff is bad. Speaking of cleaning out uh, vehicles, uh-huh. there is a YouTube um, channel, and I don't remember what it's called. I'm the worst, but uh, this dude, it's 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 an entire YouTube channel of a guy detailing cars. And we're talking, like, think of the grossest minivan you've ever seen. Is it, like, before and afters? Yeah, but it shows his whole progress. Like, everything. Like, getting stains out of seats and, like, pulling up the carpet and, like, doing a deep clean and putting it all. This is me really excited. I'll I'll see if I can find it after the podcast because dude dude gets into it. I actually watched, like, two of his videos and then ordered some of the shampoo stuff that he uses on the and seats because I have stains on my seats. straight up drove your car here looking like it is right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't actually used it yet. Uh-huh. It's been too hot. I'm not going to clean my car on a hot warm. day. Except for the last couple of days. It's been nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, But anyway, I got that. You know, it's thought that counts. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I still need to clean the outside of my car as well. 
You don't live on gravel roads anymore. I know. I'm just trying to get myself to put forth the 12 quarters that it takes to clean my car. You know? Okay. Unless Jay West wants to clean it for free. I bet he would. He'd probably love that. He would love that. You think you clean He's the inside too? He's probably out there washing it right now as we speak. I can only hope. <laughs> he was cleaning Grace's car whenever I got here. Was he? Yeah, he was. He just washed it yesterday. Well, he was scrubbing something down. We just went off on a tangent, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. What other po- uh, what other topics do we have here? Oh my gosh! So <clears throat> museums. Museums. Yeah, they're interesting to go to, right? Love museums. What's your favorite museum you've ever been to? Um. Is the Nelson Atkins a museum? Mm-hmm. I went to that one. And what did you like about it? Um, the fact that it was the only museum you can think of that you ever went to? Yeah, I like the modern art area of it. Because I thought, these people were probably on acid when they made that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's, that's some wacky stuff. Well, it's possible these people were on acid when they made this. It is a Titanic museum attraction. Oh. Uh-huh. But something went terribly wrong. At the Titanic attraction? Yeah. The iceberg wall? No. They say it was uncollapsible. Right. It you collapsed. C- you can't collapse the uncollapsible. Yep. The uh, iceberg wall collapsed, injuring three, sending no. them to the hospital. Their conditions are unknown. They have to be okay. They're probably so cold. Yeah, probably like, um, what's that called where you get really cold? Frostbitten? No. Yeah, that's what it's called. (laughs) Shivering? I totally had it in my mind until you started playing the music. What music? Do you hear music? My brain just shuts off. It just can't take it. So, uh, the iceberg fell in this story. (laughs) Crazy how things change over time, you know? Look at the text line. Look at the text line. See if somebody's giving me a hint on what it's called. Nope. Oh, yep. Hypothermia? Hypothermia. What did I say? That's what I said. You said frostbite. That's the same thing. You can't have frostbite without hypothermia, probably. No, you can have a hypothermia without frostbite. Anyway, hypothermia. Hypothermia? You think they got that's, hypothermia? That's what they probably went to the hospital with. Jeez, my mind literally shut down. I could not think of anything. I did not know that that, had, that song had that effect on me. Now you know. If you ever mm-hmm. want Rebecca to stop talking, uh, just start playing that song. <laughs> it's really it good to know. Works every time. I'm not taking that off the off the hotkeys. <laughs> okay. That one's staying in case I ever need you to shut your mouth. So now the attraction is closed because of the danger. But no, the the um, head of the exhibit is like it was uncollapsible. I can't believe this happened. They said it was uncollapsible. Well, they said it was unsinkable too. But here we are. You know what my favorite museum is that I've ever gone to? The, the Smithsonian? No, I kind of regret saying this now because it was actually really sad, but it was really cool to go there. Auschwitz? No, the 9-11 Museum. Oh, yeah. You cried at that one. Uh-huh. I haven't been to the Auschwitz one, but we have the, the one here right now. 
that I, I would really like to go to, but it's like you have to emotionally prepare yourself before you go. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to prepare yourself to go have a sad day. Yeah. And that's a tough thing to do. But when we go to Germany, I would really like to go to the concentration camp. I want to yeah. go. What's... um. <laughs> said nobody ever i i think it would be important to go there i'm like, sorry it's just that like that it's sentence such, it's so it's like such a huge like monumental thing that you learn about that you're like to see it in person and the impact of it I, i'm not I saying like you. it would be so much fun if we could go there i definitely did not say that i just said i would really like to go there you said if i ever go to germany i want to go to the concentration camps yes you're going to go to China next? to have fun. No, and when I went to Hawaii, I went to Pearl Harbor, knowing that it was going to be sad, but knowing weirdo. that it was like something so important that I thought I need to I need to experience this. You're a weirdo. I don't know. I like to enjoy my places, my time places. I like, I like to, to go places that make an, an impact and put things in perspective for me. Well, that makes one of us. Uh, ignorance is bliss, guys. So you'll be wandering around the streets of Germany while I'm... I'm going to be having a schnitzel. Me and Macy are going to hang out, probably go get some cotton candy, learn some fun facts about stuff while you go cry. Okay. Speaking of Macy, this really isn't speaking of Macy, but it's their family. So their son, William, Mm -hmm. keeps asking when I'm going to get there. And like William and I never really like had a strong connection. It was more Macy and I that had a connection. Uh Uh-huh. But William and I send videos back and forth to each other mm-hmm. where all we say is, I, hey, 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 <laughs> I have something I need to tell you. I've got to tell you something. And then we scream into the video. <laughs> That's literally what we do back and forth to each other on a regular basis. And now he's asking, like, how long before I'm going to get there? And every time his mom says, like, it's going to be another year, then he gets really disappointed. Do you have one of these uh videos from him on your phone let me see i i do this might take a minute to find because um usually it's like his mom talking for a long time and then oh i got you i got you something uh need to play one of those videos on a stream yeah <laughs> that's what about that that's a crazy one i hope you have a good night he didn't do it he didn't do it no but i thought that was gonna be oh that was so lame when but it wasn't that was so lame let me see chocolate cereal and it turns into chocolate no turns into chocolate what it turns into chocolate what I'm so confident oh I can my find gosh, one. Gosh, this is. Hi, Miss Rebecca. I need there's something I need to tell you. Ah! That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I love that he's like in the middle of chewing things in every single video. Hey, how are you? No, that was great. That was that was adorable. No, I really look forward to those videos. It's always the quiet kids you gotta watch out for, you know. <laughs> That was adorable. Yeah, I'm glad I could find that. Yeah, no, I missed them too. So thanks for that. <laughs> you know what I want to do? What? I want to go. Uh, what's the What's the museum that was in Night of the Museum? Was that the Smithsonian? Smith- uh, yeah. Smithsonian? Smith? 
The Smithsonian. Can we just call it the Smith for short? No. Okay. Well, I'm going to go to that one overnight. I want to. You want to see if it comes alive? Yeah, I want to meet Owen Wilson. I want to meet Robin Williams. Well, he's. Can we just bring Robin Williams back? Actually, as a matter of fact, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> you can't. No, you can't. I uh, that would have been great if I had something prepared, but I, I literally you have imagine? nothing. Robin Williams is on the other line. Hey, Robin Williams. No, nope, nothing. No, nope, no, nothing at all. Favorite Robin Williams movie? Uh, I would say Dead Poet Society is my favorite. Never seen it. Really? Really. Captain, my captain. Oh, Captain, my captain. No. Did you know that part? No, I literally, that's the first time I've ever said that in my life. Really? Oh, Captain, my captain. Isn't that like Shakespeare? Yeah, because he's the, like, he's an English teacher. And so he's like teaching oh, it's Shakespeare. Walt Whitman. And that's where all of that comes from. Oh, okay. okay. But yeah, like, you know, like somebody famous. Oh, okay. Somebody famous. Uh, Dead Poet Society is so good. Where does he say it? I want to hear him say it. I want to see how close I was. Um, when the kids start getting on the desk. Oh, gosh. Pretty lively poet. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh. Sit down. Sit down. All of you. I want you seated. Sit down. Leave, Mr. Keating. I can't remember when he says it. Or if he already does. This, this, this is a whole lot of... All the kids are standing on their desks. Why are they doing that? Because he's their captain. Somebody's going to say something. Are you sure? No. There's a lot of staring going on. Come on. A lot of tearful looks. Okay, Robin Williams is smiling. He's grinning. With tears in his eyes. Thank you, boys. Thank you. Are you kidding me? Maybe they said it at the beginning of this clip. Are you kidding me? He says nothing. I said leave, Mr. Keating. Maybe it's when the first kid stands. You gotta believe me, it's true. I do believe you, Tom. Leave, Mr. Keating. But it wasn't his fault. Sit down, Mr. Anderson. One more outburst from you or anyone else, and you're out of this school. Yep, nope, he doesn't say it. Whatever, that was a lame video. I don't believe you. He doesn't say it at all in the video. All right, guys, well... Great way to end the show on a disappointing I'm sorry. note. Sorry, they. I think they see it some at some point in that video that you were watching. I think you just skipped around too much and we missed it. Well, it's that a was a very moving part of the movie. Oh yeah. Well, nice. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that was entertaining. Also, after this is over, we need to go watch Dead Poet Society. Web says the Smithsonian is actually several buildings. Um, have you seen Night at the Museum? Only one building there, Webb. Okay. <laughs> embarrassing, actually, that you would think that was multiple buildings. Um, nope, just one. Sorry. You think little Owen Wilson could have made it through multiple buildings? That was a tiny horse that he had, so probably not. Besides, one, one night guard for multiple buildings? It's at night. You think Ben Stiller was up to the task? Not a lot going on. A lot, lot of dead things in those buildings. Wasn't Dick Van Dyke uh, in the in that movie? I don't know. Not that I remember. I thought I thought he was. He I don't might know. have been. Was he like one of the guards, right? Maybe. Yes, yes, I think you're right. Yes. 
He was like one of the day guards that knew what was about to happen to him. Yeah, he knew. Dick Van Dyke, you evil guy. <laughs> All right, anyway. We're done. We're done. We talked about nothing this episode, but you know, that's kind of what the podcast is about. You should about. be able to have a better conversation now. Not you, the people <laughs> listening. Webb says you don't get out much, do you? Um, I get out about as much as Pharaoh from the United Museum does. I only get out at night. And then I party. And I hang out with the capuchin you monkey. You play video games? <laughs> okay, whatever. I still have a good time with friends. Getting when was the last time you hung out video- with friends? Getting out in video games is not getting out. It is too. What if, Rebecca, what if I raise the window? Okay, we're over time. Then I'm outside, basically. Time's up. Time's up. I can hear the birds chirping while I'm playing games. What if I stood outside my window and played through my window? Would that be outside? That's it, guys. I'm Nathan. And I'm Bex. Rebecca. Damn. No, I like being Nathan better. Can we redo that? Do it. We'll see you guys on Friday. But until then, my name's Nathan. I'm Rebecca. Yep. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.